The Soviet game sensation. Beams, boxes, zigzag, and L-shaped blocks drop down a narrow passage. Feel your pulse quicken as you spin, shift, and align the shapes for a perfect fit. It's challenging and demands split-second decision. Start at new heights for a tougher contest. Pick the music and set your pace from 20 progressive skill levels. It's a really good song. It really is. you like but you'll hear us on tape delay today i have with me theo welcome back thank you anthony and joe all right i'm andre and before we start it off i'd like to tell you guys about this nice little contest we're having where you the listener the viewer the reader mm, all of the above whatever you want to be called the people's champ the people's if you if you want to be the people's rock, champion you know where you can win Blu-ray of the first season of... I think you said Dragon Ball Super, sir. Yeah, yeah. Dra- Dra- you gotta say it. Dragon Ball Super. Okay. Which I don't like. We get it. Because I don't like Dragon Ball. All right. But I'm sure you guys love Dragon Ball, and eh. you can get it. Wow. <laughs> eh. Eh. You talk about it like every day. Yeah, but yeah. You link pictures in the chat of... Super Saiyan Blue Electric Goku Hyper Mode. That's still a better name than <laughs> Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. So dumb. Fuck, I hate Super Saiyan Blue. Super anyway. Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Yes. S-S-G-S-S. Yep. That's how they abbreviate it. S-S-G-S-S. Yes. Yep. It's the dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. No, it's not dumb. And you can <laughs> win it. <laughs> Blu-ray. By taking part in our back of the box Game Trivia Challenge, where all you got to do is either direct message us on Twitter or send us a message on Facebook with the answer to the back-of-the-box question that we pose in this episode. Uh, when we ask this question, you just have to listen and find out. It could be right now. It could be. It, it could be later. It could be after the end credits. Mm-hmm. We have credits? Yes. Sometimes. We might have already done it. I, I doubt that. That's probably not possible. Yeah, no. Because you were listening and you didn't hear it yet. Nope. So so just keep listening. And uh, if you hear it, you just send us a message with the answer. If you need the full rules, check out our Facebook page. It's a pin topic. And uh, with that, let's find out what Theo is playing. Hi, guys. I'm back. Two weeks worth of Theo with playing, right? <laughs> Maybe we should skip everybody else. <laughs> Uh, before I start on what I'm playing, I'm just going to make mention that the Superior Condiment won in the last Splatfest. It didn't actually win. So, so Ketchup won. No. Mm, uh, so, um, because we learned nothing, Ketchup did win the uh, popular vote. Overwhelmingly. 73%. That's, I don't know if I call that overwhelming. That's a lot more than half. <laughs> so, yes. But the, the thing with Splatoon is... There are too many players on one side. They end up fighting each other. Hmm. So sounds familiar. Hmm. A little bit. 
Uh, so mustard end up taking it. Mustard, huh? I, I said mustard. I was thinking about something yellow. That's how much you don't even care. <laughs> you you self proclaim wanting this condiment to win, and you didn't even care no, to remember I, its I, name. I was actually thinking about the condiment that I would actually back if it was like the dark horse. The winner is jar of deli sauce. <laughs> That's a great condiment. So uh, mayo won. I'm happy about that. Mayo's it's not like mayo's bad. Mayo's fine. Mayo's. It's not better than ketchup. Mm, you could do so. It's Mayo so, so many more versatile. things with mayonnaise and you can't with ketchup. It's so versatile. There are whole foods that you cannot eat if there are no mayo. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like mm-hmm. what? A sandwich. You I'm not sandwich eat- I eat sandwiches with mustard all the time. With no mayo. Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay, you guys are weird. Well, anyway. well, so, well, look, a salami sandwich is better with mustard. True, true, true. You're right. Ham and Swiss is better with mustard. Mm. Are, are you going to start putting mayo on your french fries? I'm not European. I, I mean, put mayo on my french fries. With ketchup? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Not by itself. I mean, mayo I and ketchup are fine. It's always okay. Mayo chop. The next Splatfest now is uh, Flight versus Invisibility. Oh, one of these. By the way, the correct answer, ketchup and mayonnaise go very well together. Yeah. Harmony. That's, Harmony is the right answer. Harmony is always the right answer. But uh, yeah, the next one is Flatten Invisibility, and I really don't know which one I want to pick. Invisibility. Everybody's stunned at this table. Everybody's like, shit. Oh, it's flight. It's flight. That's what I'm thinking I'm going to yeah. go to. Yeah, I will, as, a, as a somebody who has to take the MTA <laughs> daily, I'm going to go with the transportation option. No, I, I'll go with the. I'm going to go with the option that's better. That's better on my knees. But there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not be seen when I don't want to be seen. Mm. But you don't need invisibility for that. You just disappear like you normally do. Like Ooh. Invincible told us, nobody ever looks up. Mm. That's true. <laughs> well, um, with drones now, we probably nah, No one never looks up. That's okay. I look up. Anyway. <laughs> As you bump into the person in front of you. Theo, what do you play? So what I am... One of the games I'm playing this week... Uh, you How guys many? know. <laughs> Go on, let's you get guys, this over with. <laughs> you guys know the uh, the rabbit hole I went down with my whole PC. Are stuff, you still right? digging rabbit holes in rabbit holes? So um, I upgraded to black holes. That's a lot so... worse. It's um pretty bad. So singularities, which not even light can escape. Mm-hmm. I found out that the the two genres that benefit the best with uh, three monitor setup are first person shooters. Yes. And. Space Sims slash like four X's. So I went on like a ravenous hunt trying to find a good four X space sim. Cause I, I want a very particular thing. I want something like Civ, but with better combat, with shit management, like the so whole. So you got Gal Civ 3? No, I didn't actually. I looked at that and it didn't. It I'm didn't. done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just gonna. It's literally what you're looking for. I, it, it just didn't appeal to me. I don't know. It just looked weird. But okay. So I'm searching Steam. I'm like typing in 4Xs, like Space Sims, all that stuff, and nothing's really popping up. And then it just so, hum, uh, just so happened that the Humble Bundle had a Space Sim sale like the next day. So I was like, oh, well, shit, this is awesome. And I end up picking up Master of Orion or Moo for the rest of this conversation. Oh, Moo. Moo. Okay. The rest of this conversation. We're going to call it Orion. <laughs> And it is just pretty much Civ in space, but not like, so you guys, I don't know if you guys played, uh, I know Joe, you did, you played uh, Beyond Earth. Yes. And 
It wasn't really space. It was no, like, it was it was Civ on an alien, alien planet, world, yeah. and it it just didn't like. I, I installed that too, and I was like, okay, yeah, let me try this again, and it just wasn't doing it for me. But what uh, Moo does is basically the map you have in Civ is just the galaxy. So you like you harvest planets, you see which one is good, you build up space shuttles, spaceships, and eradicate the indigenous planetary life. Uh huh. What? So why wasn't Galsif three appealing to you? I don't know. Just I I don't like the art style. It's the same thing. The art style in Mu is actually very well done. Okay. And um, the game is fun. Like the first time I played it, just put five hours just off the bat. I was like, holy shit! That's damn. not a very good Civ game. Thirteen. <laughs> oh no, I lost. That's why. Oh. <laughs> I was like, so he oh. didn't choose to stop you. <laughs> yeah, game ended like, for you. Oh, cool. I wasn't expanding enough. I, I, honestly, I'm really not that great at Civ games. Like, I, I, I do okay, but I always fail to neglect another part of the map. And when I zoom fail out, fail to neglect. So you're paying attention yeah. to it. Sorry, I neglect one side of the map. And well, these like, nits are pretty good. Let's pick some more. <laughs> I, I, I zoom out and I was like, oh, he has the whole galaxy. Well, I'm not going to start a war with him. But I did because I was like, uh, I'm going to see how this, how this happens. You got to go down kicking and screaming. Yeah, fuck it. And I like went a down. a small militaristic nation. Mm-hmm, went down fucking hard. And <laughs> this game does an interesting thing. Like, I like Civ a lot, but like I said, the combat just is... Unit yeah. goes to this, and it's, yeah. it's nothing really. But with this game, like you have like ships, and you have the option to either do like like auto figure out how they're gonna win, and then another, <laughs> I'm trying to find the word. I forgot the battle? word. Battle, auto battle. Yeah, but like it's just um, auto simulation. Okay. Yeah, and then another one where you can actually like go into the range of each ship and like dictate what they do, the course they take, the missiles they shoot, all that stuff, and it's. The first time through, you're like, okay, I'm going to like go through all these you know, um, battles and stuff. But after like five hours in a game, you're like, oh, just order was off. Like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a. That's how Civ is supposed to work. Yeah. It made me think. I was like, oh, yeah, that's how they Micromanaged. You can't take it anymore. <laughs> but uh, that game is very interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try Gal Civ. You could also try Sins of a Solar Empire. I, that's the other game I bought. And I'm going to try that after this one, but I just was having too much fun with Moo. Just be prepared. I, I hear. Apparently. Just be prepared. Um, the, other game I'm, the other new game I'm playing is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, you got that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was wondering if one of us got this. I did, and I really got it because of the word of mouth, and I do like Ninja Theory's take on action games. Like I'm one of the few people that I like DMC. Like I thought it was a, a fine game. It's like a lot DMC, of people DMC like DMC. Is a DMC. fine game, yeah. I'm, People's criticism of DMC was that it was that, named DMC. Yeah, that's the that's the big uh-huh. thing. But when you play it, I, I didn't like the color coded shit. But you know, wasn't it in the DMC game? Well, I thought people had a most thing about the whole character design. Well, yeah, and it wasn't Capcom making like DMC five or something. It was oh, like so a reboot that I. Okay, I understand. It's it's one of the best DMC games to me. I like, had, honestly, I enjoyed it when I had it. <laughs> Hmm? I enjoyed it a lot when I played me, it. Me too. Like I said, the color-coded enemies, like that's my only thing. But um, I like Ninja Theory stuff. They had Enslaved before, which was told like a really awesome story, and it was like fun gameplay. And um, their first game that I recall was um, Heavenly Sword. 
So Heaven Heaven Blade just looks like a new Heavenly Sword, but okay. very very surreal. Like the whole okay, the whole motif is you're Senua and you're um for lack of a better word, insane. You hear voices, you hear um, you know, people speaking to you and it's kind of disturbing because you're playing the game and they, they recommend when you start it, play with headphones. So I was like, all right, let me try this thing. And the directional sound when you have the headphones on, like, okay, it has no waypoints. But when you're walking in, be like, oh, check behind you. Check, like, like voices in your head. And, like, you turn the character behind you and there's, like, something there. And it's like, that's fucking freaky. <laughs> that reminds me when I played Dead Space on my Xbox 360 yeah. and I had my Turtle Beach. Yes. Like, I couldn't sleep for days. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the game, I don't want to say it's scary, but it, it, it kind of makes your skin crawl just a yeah, bit. Yeah, and it, it probably, like, you'll jump every now and then yeah. with certain things. So, but, this, is a, this is a horror-style game. Is it <sighs> is more action-oriented? Or? Yes. Okay. Um, it, it takes a long time to get started up before you fight your first person, but, like, once you do, it's a... It's a um, it's a, it's a fucking act, character action game. Okay. It's not in the vein of like you're doing co- air combos or anything like that, but right. it's third person character not, action. Not a Bayonetta or a Nier. No. Okay. More like, I don't know if you guys know Enslaved, but it's kind of like that. Okay. And they just treat like psychosis. So before the game came out, they, they said that, okay, um, we're going to speak to like, neuro, like neurosurgeons and stuff like that, like people that study the brain and see how people react to like hearing voices in the head and it shows in the game it, it doesn't feel it it doesn't make it feel like it's uh it's a gimmick mm-hmm. it make it feel like yo these people really research this thing and, and the motion capture with the character she looks disturbed and it's 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 honestly fascinating like i'm i think i'm about halfway through it and i've been you really think? yeah maybe yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the voices said i think you're <laughs> did, uh, did you say if I'll get nuked yet? No, I only die. So you're supposed to die in the first battle. Oh, the whole thing is, if you die too many times, uh, this thing called the rot infects your brain and it wipes your memory, which is your save file. Is your save file? That's kind of sucky. But the game is so easy as of right now. Okay. okay. So, um, no, but I have like a legitimate game over. <laughs> yeah. How about that? You know what? We had an episode about that not too long ago, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't really care for hardcore modes and, and like... Character action games? No. We're like games with like, that take many hours and like you progress through. Or oh, yeah. Like continuous going on. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean like a game over is a game over, right? Yeah. <laughs> And he said this is a pretty short game, like maybe nine to ten hours or something like that. Besides, I'm sure there's a way to back it up. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty fucking sure. But uh, I'm really enjoying that so far. So, and I, I see the word of mouth, where the word of mouth is coming from. With a game like this where you have that kind of psychological effect on you, mm-hmm. have you ever played um, Fair? Any of the Fair games? Yes, I have. And how would you compare it to Fair? Fair is more of a um, kind of a jump scare kind of game. Okay. Like you... you they put the, all the tropes, like the little kid, and she's in a white dress, and yeah. she pops up, and there's blood in the room, and it's like, all right. <laughs> I mean, it still gets you, though. No, it does, but it's like, it. this game just makes you feel on edge the entire time, because you hear these voices the in sc- your head. The scariest jump scare is the one that never comes. Yes. <laughs> the whole time you're playing the game, you're like, they're like, oh, she's not going to succeed. Oh, she's foolish. She's, and then, and you, 
it's it's just it grips you. I know I like with the, especially with the headphones like and especially with headphones nowadays where have like the multiple speakers in it like yeah. you really like feel like somebody's literally behind you whispering in your ear. Mm-hmm. I can understand that's that's pretty creepy. I don't know if you guys ever play the Eternal Darkness on the GameCube. Yeah. 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 But this this is the this is the closest a game has ever gotten to that again. Okay. Because that was a, that was a game you could have done back in the day. Like it changes your the TV output. You're like, what the fuck? It's a your save file. Except unless you're using a different kind of TV. <laughs> yeah. you're that's, like, that's not what my television <laughs> looks like. But my TV just happened to look like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so that game, like, really, I don't think that's a good game personally. But the stuff it did, the gimmicks that it had were, were very, very entertaining gimmicks. Okay. Very yeah. effective at the time and. This one, because it has that whole, you know, the voices in your head, and it's, like, almost literally in your head if you're playing with speakers, it's... It gets you. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a fun game. And it's only $40, too. I was very surprised at the price. I'm sorry, $30. That's, yeah. That's I, a, for a game that they spend enough time on it to research brain chemistry. Yeah, and it is... I, f- I forgot about this. It is gorgeous. It looks absolutely beautiful. If only they decided not to call it Hellblade. That that's probably the worst thing about that game. Well, as of, as of right now, I don't know where that you know. Um, Hellblade, guns of destruction. <laughs> I, I wish it was called just Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, there you go. Like you know, yeah. I am Setsuna or something like that. <laughs> I am Senua. <laughs> Are you? Mm. It depends on what the voice is telling. <laughs> well, um, that's all I have this week. Huh? Okay. <laughs> what about last week? I'm pushing the panic button now. Like, no, abort, abort. <laughs> yep. All right. So, Anthony. <laughs> Nothing new. Okay. Oh. Theo, do you have something new for Anthony? <laughs> All right, Joe, what about you? Well, um, I went through the other half of Sundered. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was not, not very often as a game entertaining enough for me to say... I want to go through it again. That game did sound really interesting when you described it last week. Yeah, yeah. And um, but the I think the, um, the two branching paths—not really branching, but the two—the light and dark. The light and dark paths seem different enough that I wanted to give each one a try. Mm-hmm. So when I went through it the second time, I chose to. The first time, if you didn't listen to me describing it last week, you get these items called Elder Shards, yeah. which the totally not evil entity is telling you you need to get in order to get out of here. Uh, you can choose to accept them and corrupt the abilities you get, or to destroy them. And then, who knows what happens. So mm. it turns out that when you destroy them, a, another option appears on the skill tree that mm. is a very, very powerful upgrade. Is that good or evil side? That's... Kind of the good side, from what I can gather of the story, mm-hmm. is that this the world the world is pretty much in ruin because you start in like a vast desert that seems expansive and all this stuff just lying around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I can understand, is that this super advanced military uh, zealous tactical society came into conflict with this. Um, incredibly religious um, what's the word I'm looking for Lovecraftian style mm. society where they use like eldritch powers to power to power their armies and the other one is like we use the power of technology and science and we will crush our enemies using the power of knowledge and science 
So protein so, versus so, so it's, yeah, kind of, it's like, kind of like a Protoss versus Protoss, yeah, 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 a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know the power of the, the power of humanity versus the power of ancient deities. Mm. So I went along with the the Valkyries, what they're called. So I destroyed the Elder Shards this time, and each time you do it, another thing pops up in the skill tree. It does something like you know you, when you roll, you do damage now, or, the, mm. or something like the. Uh, the cannon now does incredibly high damage, mm-hmm. so it was worth uh, it was worth doing it that way too. Even if the upgrade wasn't like readily there, you have to purchase it. Yeah. So I got the other half of the story, um, and the other, the final boss was completely different. Mm. Yeah, and the ending was just a short, and non-conclusive. What what kind of bugs me is that I didn't do the neutral ending before I did either one. Because all you need to do to get the neutral ending is just break one. Is just not break them all or absorb them all. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I watched the neutral ending. Is that after. the canon ending? It's the neutral ending. Mm-hmm. It's the most open ended. <laughs> really? Yeah. If they, if they ever want to do a sequel, it's probably the jumping off point. Uh, you know? Okay. Yeah. That sounds a lot like when you were explaining the powers. It sounds a lot like uh, Infamous, where like you get the Infamous Two at least, mm-hmm. where you get the um, the ice powers or electric powers, yeah. or the good and evil powers basically. Right. And like with the evil powers, I noticed when I was playing it that those were more destructive. Like you had the grenades, you had like the the nukes and stuff like that. But with the good powers, it was more like very precision based. It's different. Like the evil powers drastically increase your mobility. Okay. And the technology powers drastically improve your damage. Mm. So you would have thought the other opposite, but yeah. no, it's completely, completely the, other, the other way around. Yeah. Like you are far more mobile when you decide to go the embrace route. I would absolutely rather mobile yeah. mobility. <laughs> but then you fight that final boss. I'm, like, I'm fighting that <laughs> boss, and I'm like, oh, God, how would I do this without all this? Spoiler alert, it's a different fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, hey, 20XX left early access yesterday. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. What? Yep. So it's 1.0 now? Yep. Get the fuck out of here. It says (laughs) (laughs) 1.0.0.0. You can't see me, but I'm drawing out the circles (laughs) in the air. A lot of stuff is entering, um, exiting early access. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Lone Dark. Yeah. That exit early access. It's a kind of cool survival game. Yeah, so I went back in again, the 20XX, a year later, after, uh, first. Discovering the first time, here is out of early access, mm-hmm. and decided to see what changed about it. And I got back in, and all my stuff was gone. Of course, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no, all my stuff was gone. But then I was like, yes. oh yes. oh yeah, all my stuff is gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't sent it to play this again. But um, the things have things have gotten exceedingly different since uh, that game. Mm. Started in early access all those all those months ago, months and I actually ago. have I actually have some videos that are on our forty two oh five Facebook page. I uh-huh. think I think I posted them there of like what this game used to be like, mm-hmm. and I'd like to sh- <laughs> I couldn't exactly showcase what this game is like now because yeah. things are a lot different from when they were back then. Okay, and there's actually two final stages. Oh, with two as opposed to it just ending. As opposed to just ending, like that's it for now. Get back later for more. Mm. Final stage is coming. <laughs> <laughs> then I have like permanent upgrades, and uh, you know, there's a another difficulty where you 
Well, you were always able to do this, but now it's based now it's baked into the core of the game where you mm-hmm. got to pick stuff that makes the game harder. Um, and the final stages are exceedingly long and kind of annoying. Mm. The final boss fight is a little bit annoying, actually. You have to go like back and forth and fight away behind him like four or five times. So it, does it do the Mega Man thing where you fight the previous bosses before the final boss? No, it does not. Oh, okay. No, it does not do that. Good. Yeah, I will. I hate that shit. <laughs> There's only three... They only have three weapons. It'd be kind of annoying. You know, <laughs> and the, the bosses scale in health as you go on. Ooh. So it starts to get really annoying. Yeah. But what I wasn't ready for... it, Like, the first time I got past the final level, I beat the last boss with one sliver of life left. And then I wasn't prepared for the Metroid-style escape sequence. Ah. <laughs> and as I'm trying to get out, I got hit by a stray fireball. Ah. And I'm like, oh, I just got... I want to be the guide. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like now that it has, it's very more. It's it's a lot more solid. It feels a lot more clean and purposeful mm-hmm. in what they're trying to do. Um, and it's a lot easier to uh, acquire stuff than it was in previous versions. But you still don't really get a lot of what you want anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's more item sets, so there's more item set disparity. Yeah, and you will rarely ever complete a set. In a run, mm. it's kind of annoying there. Endless, the endless mode does not include the final stages, which is kind of annoying. But I guess I see why they did it that way. Yeah. Um, but the basic, the base game, the base of the game is still there. You go in and you require, you know, currency to buy stuff, and then soul chips to buy stuff in the hub world, mm-hmm. which you can use to unlock stuff on subsequent runs and further runs and. You know, now there's permanent upgrades you can use. Which like here, I have this. I have these items in these stages, like a beat style character. So, did you have to unlearn a lot of things with the 1.0 version? No, everything I knew about the game is still there. So, okay, yeah. I I know you enjoyed the game when it was in early access, but mm-hmm. and 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 you didn't regret your time. But would you have rather you waited for the 1.0 or? You're happy that you played. Judging from the amount of fun I had playing those busted older versions, yeah. no, I'm glad I didn't wait. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's fair. I'm glad I didn't wait. Because that's kind of the reason. Like, I really want to play Dead Cells, but I, I, I can't jive with the whole early access thing. Uh, Dead Cells is also really annoying. <laughs> it's also really annoying to progress in. Mm. Yeah. Well, I just stopped playing it. I have another. I still want to go back and play Evil Genome, which is the other Metroidvania-style game okay. I got when Sundered came out. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, 20XX kind of... <laughs> Stole it, stunned it. Stole it, stole it, and then I'm like, I want to play Sundered again. Yeah. So I, I kind of shelved it for now, but mm-hmm. I definitely want to get back. I definitely want to get to that, so maybe this week. You know, if I can also tear myself away from Tekken as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's an impactful week. That's a, that's yeah. a very Theo-like week. <laughs> <laughs> More of the same. Yeah. But everything, everything old is new again. <laughs> is old again and new again. Mm. By the way, I'm I suck at Tekken, and if you have Tekken on PC, and you're not very good, like, hit me up. I'd love to play. I'd love to play some Tekken. And Joe doesn't suck. I I, I kind of suck at Tekken. Okay. <laughs> Nobody believes you. I would like to be able to get over my competitive anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's not that I. It's not that I'm like afraid or anything. It's just I'm. I don't want myself. I know what I'm like when I play competitive games. I get really, really angry. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to subject myself to that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm playing somebody super casual who I know, and as a fan, I'd be happy to play it. And I won't get mad, I promise. I won't <laughs> get mad. 
<laughs> Dre, what do you have this week? Uh, I finished. <coughs> excuse me. I finished Final Fantasy XII: cool. uh, Zodiac Age. Again? No, it's the first time I finished Final <laughs> Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age. <laughs> I finished Final Fantasy XII many, many years ago. Uh, so many years ago that I had forgotten a lot of the finer details of the game. Yeah. But the finer details have changed. <laughs> That's true too. I'm, I mean about the storyline, oh, which have, okay. haven't All changed. Right. All right. Uh, and the storyline kind of falls apart at the end. Oh yeah. And I wish I remembered that, but it, when I was talking about the uh, the when I was talking about it in the retrospective, mm-hmm. but by the time you reach the end of the game, you basically have played about five hours and you have not gotten any storyline advancement. Yep. It's just dungeon after yep. dungeon after dungeon. Getting to that part, I'm, I'm also me and Mikel is actually current, currently playing that as well. Like getting to that part, I was like, oh yeah, that's why I dropped it originally. And they had to go back to it like months later when um, it was out of the a problem where they run out of story content, so they try to fill it with, here's more stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not engaging because there's no story behind it. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's engaging because the game, I still find the game to be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the those last few ones are kind of a drag. But after I, I finished it, I was like, okay, now I need to do the things that I didn't actually ever do in the original version of the game. So I finished off all of the hunts that were available to me, except for the last one, I, which I need to uh I need to fucking finish hate the hunts in that game. I forgot how much I hated them. Really? Because you have to uh you have to get to the 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 poster, you have to then talk to the person and then you have to like do the hunt. And it's it's just I forgot how annoying that was. Okay. Yeah, I I could see that in uh today's gaming age where yeah. you want everything to happen now now now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and knowing what it was already, it didn't really bother me. But there are a lot of arcanery to it where, you know, you have to talk to this person and they don't give you all the information and you actually have to search it out. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like how you have to play an old RPG as opposed to a current RPG where they just put a marker on your map and say, go here. Yeah. Uh, which is different. It has its pros and cons. It's it's nice because it encourages you to interact with the world. Yeah. Uh, but it's annoying because sometimes you just want to get to it and kill it. And, you know, sometimes you just have to have game facts open so that you don't <laughs> have to wander around talking to seven NPCs to advance one side quest. Yeah. And they have to remember the names and, like, uh, you have to talk to Dylan. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is Dylan? <laughs> Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's he's the guy with the weird accent. He is, and it's not Dylan. Dylan. Yes. Five best rappers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, soon I'll have this uh, done and dusted. Mm. Uh, going to try to get a platinum in it. Okay. What does that entail? The only thing that's going to be obnoxious is the see all concurrences trophy, which is the trophy linked to your quickening chains. Because quickenings are just obnoxious. They're still bad. They're better. No. <laughs> they're not? They're exactly the same. Oh, okay. I mean, the fact that they're no longer tied to your MP makes them better, but actually using them is the same. Well, all you have to do is just like chop somebody's head off and then the lightning hits you. It's a Highlander reference. You know, just Highlander, by the way, not very good. 
I'm going to put that out there. Too. We said that a few times on this podcast. <laughs> well, if we haven't, <laughs> Just or if we have, not very good. Mm. First one's all right. Mm. A TV show is decent. After that, downhill. Nothing. In, including the... I don't know. Highlander Endgame is a special kind of terrible. <laughs> entire movie on the cutting room floor version Highlander Endgame. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to try to platinum this one out. Uh, so, a lot of the obnoxious stuff, like, this specific chest has a spell in it that populates 1% of the time, and the chest shows up 1% of the time, all that, most of that is gone. Yeah. So, if something is a is a drop, it's going to always be a drop yeah. when the first time you get it. So a lot of the tediousness of getting that stuff from the original game is no longer there. Can't which they put that in the original game. That's a very classic RPG trope, too. Is that, though? Like the, the rare drop? The rare drop, yeah, yeah. but the fact that there's an item in the original version, the Zodiac Spear, where if you opened up a specific chest, you, couldn't, you were now locked out of this chest. But you had no... Idea. I don't know if any other games did that. Because <laughs> that's, that's not bad. really a trope. If other games have done it. I mean, the rare drop is a trope, but it's usually a drop from an enemy and right. not the chest. Not the, yeah. the chest. Ch- or the, chests have items in them that are never changing. <laughs> or the fact that the chest itself is a random spawn. That happens sometimes. Yes. Yeah, it's called a mimic. You have these like <laughs> one in ten thousand chance items that's, that are just littered all over the original insane. version of twelve. That's insane. That are no longer exist. I mean, they still have them, but just not on stuff like your spells and abilities. Yeah, they're, they're usually limited to the, the really broken items like the Sight and Grot bow mm-hmm. that is like a five billion attack power weapon that mm-hmm. requires no licenses, so anybody can equip it and deal like seven thousand damage at the beginning of the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's that fun, one man. is like a one in ten thousand chance. That should be though. It's very low. Yeah. Yeah. One percent spawn rate uh, chest with a one percent chance of the item being in it. Damn, that's super rare, man. <laughs> and there's RNG methods to farm it. Oy. So there are people who have their entire team with them because wow. once you know the RNG to do it, it's pretty easy. Okay. To get like numbers exploiting and coding and stuff like that. Yeah, like the same the same and... reason the, the same method they used to credit skip in Super Mario World. <laughs> yeah, it, it's stuff like that. <clears throat> it's you start a new game, you cast Cure with Rex a few times, and then apparently if it hits a certain number, uh, then you can reset the game and go in and always find it. Whoa, yeah. Some it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's like kind of the gist of it's, it. It's manipulating code. Hmm. Stop thinking about it. <laughs> don't, you don't. You don't want to do it. Don't did ruin you, the game. Did you hear about the rumor that this might be ported to the Switch? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of why I stopped. <laughs> so the guys that um, did the did the port for Final Fantasy X and X two the for the PC. No, the PS three. Oh, the, on PC. Yes. Yep. Ten and ten two is on PC. Uh-huh. Yes. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So I guess the PC version as well, but the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 version, they were like listed that they're doing like a, a triple A game for the Switch as a port. So a lot of people was like, that could be fucking Final Fantasy 12. And I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. It'd be the first time there was a, a mainline Final Fantasy game on a Nintendo system since 6. Yep. 
So I was like, that could be fucking huge. Even if it is an old one. It's, yeah, still a good one, though. What if it's a port of Final Fantasy 15? <laughs> I would take that, too. Mm. Of course, so, you can't honestly. run that. No, I probably couldn't. PS3 no, is fucking chugging along much. with that. <laughs> I doubt it very much. But a 12 on, uh, 12 on the Switch. That'd be pretty good. I, w- I would probably <laughs> just get it again. <laughs> I, I got to do new new job combinations, so... Okay, yeah. Might and an ex, well. exploit. Well, I mean, who knows? It might be different on the Switch. Yeah, maybe. It, it might do its random number generation differently. It might look like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All right, well, that's what we got this week on what we're playing. Uh, so let's just throw it over to some nice break music. heard about this exclusive world premiere are we doing this again xbox game that uh, got delayed until 2018 fail um scale bound that was canceled no that, they got rid of that because that um, game was like garbage <laughs> Damn, scale bound other, for the wastebasket what other what other exclusive they had nothing <laughs> well i mean everything if you were listening to that announcer oh yeah uh crackdown 3 unfortunately as one of the the premier games for the Xbox One X X O X Five. This was supposed to launch with it. Yes, it was. That's why I was kind of bummed out about this news. So uh, instead of coming out November seventh, it's spring twenty eighteen. That's a long time away. Mm-hmm. Why so, did this go back into the uh, couple of seasons into the blender? Yeah, we were looking at five month delay at least. Oh, it's yeah. not insignificant. <laughs> no. So when is Microsoft going to call it quits? <laughs> wow, I very much doubt they're calling it quits. I mean, is let's that's a legitimate question. Like, why? Like, why? Why? What? I saw um, like yeah, okay, compare compare where, where Microsoft is now to where Sony was during the PS3. How much worse is it for them? I'm worse. It's a lot. Worse. Sony still had. I mean, at Sony still had exclusive at that point. Mm, the exclusives you wanted to play. Yes. Yes. That's I, that's pretty much the only reason people had PS3s. He's like, oh, shit, I kind of want to play this Uncharted game. <laughs> like, let's be honest. If you didn't have any game systems, no systems out, not even a PC, what would, why would you buy Xbox right now? Maybe, no reason. Three one, questions. For one reason, maybe because your friends have it. Yeah. Other than that, there's no reason to buy my, And this is from Planet that loves his Xbox. Same here. To dust it off every now and then. <laughs> I mean, you need something to watch Netflix on. That's My, my Xbox is literally my media player now. Yeah, I want a remote for me too. and everything. Wow. It's, yeah. <laughs> my PS4 doesn't play Blu-ray discs for, for movies as much, mm-hmm. so I use my Xbox One as my Blu-ray player. Yeah. The, the irony. Is yeah, right. Fighting. <laughs> it's 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 becoming sad now. It's like, what the fuck? I I was actually even thinking about like trading in my uh, original Xbox for the Xbox One X with the Crackdown because everything I saw about it looked pretty interesting, and I I loved the first Crackdown game, so I was like. Yeah, okay. They got me on board with the exclusive. So there really is no reason to buy an Xbox beyond the hard, beyond the, the promises of the amazing hardware with the Xbox One X. Yeah. Yes. Which, this year, at least. But now they won't even have an exclusive to go along which with is, it. Which, that was their thing. It's like, yo, we're launching this game the day the Xbox One X comes out. And you know what? All the, all the hype I keep hearing about 4K gaming, nothing's really coming of it. Because a lot of developers are like... Yeah, we could have done 4K, but then we would have had to cut the frame rate. 4K looks really good. 4K looks really good. But you know what looks better? 60. Yeah. <laughs> These PC gamers. 
I think we need to put up a tweet something out. 60 is greater than 4,000. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no context. People would think we suck at math. <laughs> was like, no, that's Tony Roman. Right. <laughs> Podcast of 30-somethings can't do math. We need brain age. <laughs> Definitely need some great age, some uh, pattern recognition training or something. I, I I will I will always want a game that's not ready to you know have a little bit more time in the oven because like one of uh, Miyamoto's famous quote is like a bad game is bad forever. Yep. So I sometimes a good game is bad forever. <laughs> look at you like look at you like um Ocarina of Time. Oh, damn it. Every episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, this is. I think this is actually a blow for Microsoft this year. It's not good. <laughs> a blow? Do you guys think that they should maybe push the system back to wait till something no, that comes no. out? No. <laughs> no. Don't push the system back. I'm just saying, it's like, why buy the new system now? What I will say is smart on their part. It, not, well, not smart, but they probably got ahead of it. You cannot pre-order the um, Xbox One X yet. So they're waiting for Gamescom to be able to tell you, okay, when you can pre-order it and where where you can pre-order so it. So Gamescom is kind of important to them. Yeah. So I think it was smart of them to get this news out first and then say, like, when you can pre-order it, then like, hey, you can pre-order the Xbox One X. Okay. Oh, so you can Bold holiday prediction. Uh-huh. What's going to sell more, the Xbox One X or the SNES Classic? Oh, come on. The Xbox One X, because nobody's going to have the SNES yeah. Classic. <laughs> Uh, if there is enough shipment for if there's that. A, any level of I don't know man while the SNES Classic is going to definitely be a significantly better item than the NES Classic I just don't feel like that level of nostalgia that's going to drive the extremely casual person to you're get insane what? I don't know I think the SNES slightly that, disagree that is with Ray people... it is just, just on the cusp of nostalgia anything yeah. after that Oh yeah, you, you, you can't you cannot do a sixty four on GameCube, but like the, no. <laughs> the SNES, like you're right with the nostalgia with the NES, but the SNES not only has the quality of games, but it, it as Joe said, is right on the cusp where like the people that are old enough to really love those games, and there are people young enough to like say like yeah, I want to. What, yeah, what they're gonna do is the next holiday they'll release the NES Classic two. What games do you put on that? I don't they know really, the ones that weren't in the first one. They put every game that you really want. or like. All the ones that were in the first one and like five new ones. <laughs> uh, take out the chaff from the first one. There's a lot of chaff. Oh, you said Ennius. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no desire for that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like there's more people who want who would want the Ennius Classic as like a mantelpiece, and or then would want the SNES Classic as one. That's true. I think more people want this to play it. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I think people people will play video games at that time. I think want this more. Yeah, than they want the NES. The moment I looked at the NES Classic, I was like, "Why would I ever pay sixty dollars? No, I'm not paying fucking six dollars for that. That's insane." But they probably won't buy an Xbox One X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're in the market for that, I don't know if you would be in the market for an Xbox, right? So, I, I guess it just depends on how many people, how many they make with you know with Nintendo. So two. two. <laughs> wow! All right, we well, yeah. have our answer. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Xbox better do something. Microsoft keeps it keeps it's, it's losing. 
I mean, they, they already lost. They've already what's, lost this generation. What's coming out with it now? Just Forza? Or is Forza not coming out? I didn't out even know much? Forza is this year. So far, uh, well, if I'm correct, last year was Forza, Forza Horizon. Motorsport. Horizon. Horizon was last year? No, I'm sorry. That was this year. Horizon was this year. Huh? Horizon 3? Horizon 3 came out last year. Did it? Yeah. Okay. So this year's supposed to be a Motorsport year. Yeah, okay. But you can't. As much as I love racing games, how many people in the world like racing games? Nah. Enough for them to make enough of these Forza games. But, but that's because it's the best racing game out. And it's kind of like the only racing game out. Yeah. But not enough to sell your $500 HD yeah. I mean, 4K 4K console. system Damn that has nothing not. else on it. At least they chose Forza to showcase it. It's a beautiful At game. Least. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. But they... I think it's one of the few that can run 4K 60. Probably. Yeah. It just... Damn, I want Microsoft this year. Microsoft is Meek Mill right now. Taking L's. <laughs> taking a bunch of L's right now. Is that reference dated yet? No. No, it's still good. Meek Mill's always taking L's. It'll never be dated. Yeah, so that, that's that's a big bummer. Especially when Sony's having such a good year. They're having a fantastic year this and year. Then they're I'm, having such a good year, they're up in the blimp. <laughs> and then it's, it's hey, look, I was a big Destiny player on Xbox and about to switch that to PlayStation. You're kind of forced to do that, though. But yeah. Yeah, I get it. Still, it's... They put Destiny on the uh, the launcher. I'm sorry. Battle.net. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Blizzard Battle.net. Blizzard Battle.net. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Fucking took it from my system tray again. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not downloading well, this shit. All right. Next piece of news is uh, Shenmue 3 actually has a publisher now. But not uh, a date. I mean, the game's never actually going to come out, so what does it matter? So it's Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be published by Deep Silver. Have you heard of these guys? Yeah. yeah. Moore has. Oh, you have? Hell yeah. They, oh. got, they got hits like uh, Mighty Number no. 9. What's that? <laughs> um. Another, another uh, crowdfunded success story. Success in air quotes. Oh, However you want to put it. <laughs> I don't think that's success, but like, um, my definition is wrong. Yeah, um, t- the Dead Island series. I like Dead Island. It was a pretty hey, fun yeah, game. I'm go. not going to lie. Okay. Okay. Go. All right. Oh, um, they're publishing Shenmue 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have a um, sterling track record. Despite being um, silver. <laughs> <laughs> I expected better. <laughs> that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Uh, uh. They did the Metro series too, right? Yeah. That wasn't that bad. Uh, Metro was pretty good. Yeah. They mostly seem to publish things in Europe. Yes. They published Persona and Persona 5 in Europe. Yeah. Probably their um, highest profile game. <laughs> what, what do you, what's their lowest profile game? Mighty number nine. I was going to say uh, Shenmue 3, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess they couldn't get anybody else. I don't know. I mean, what does it matter who publishes it? Well, it's a Sega game, and Sony was backing it, right? Yeah, Sony had, Sony had taken some interest in this. So it's odd that from these two giant companies of gaming that... Essentially, a nobody in publishing is publishing the game. I'm gonna say nobody, but like certainly lesser known. They probably, uh, 
They probably know something we don't know. But Shenmue 3, I don't think... <laughs> Trust me, I know what they know. It's not good. Like, we can't ship this game without Space Harrier. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the only bullet point they got? That's <laughs> Space Harrier. We can fucking put it out now. And forklifts. Space Harrier and forklifts. So lucky uh, hit. That lucky hit. Little Sonic figurines. <laughs> who knows? There's a whole bunch of dumb... Look, this gotta, game, who knows when this game will come out? There's, there's got to be... A, like I don't know. Do you like play this straight, like the really old school Shenmue 3? Or do you try to adapt this to... You make a Yakuza 0. Exactly. Mm. Like, That's literally what you're doing. I don't so understand Shenmue the th- purpose of this game's existence now that the Yakuza series exists. So the Shenmue series needs to be a parody of itself. Maybe that's the only thing they could do at this point. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I thought this game was trash when it came out. And yeah, I, it's kind of the first open world game, though. I, it's, it's, I, I got the game. I was excited for it. And I was playing it. And this game was terrible. The fact that it took you about 20 hours to actually fight one thing. It's world building, man. <laughs> the Dreamcast was all about their unique experimental games, and I love it for it. Yeah, I do have a I do have a soft spot for Seaman. Hmm. I've heard that about you. Wow. <laughs> he's, talking okay. about, he's talking about the little thing in a fish tank, voiced by Leonard Nimoy. So next on our <laughs> list of news, Player Unknown's Battleground has sold seven million copies on Steam. Is this the biggest early access success story it's of all time? It's not even out yet. Of all time. How do you sell seven? <laughs> that's, that's a very good question. You'd be, you be this game. You know what? None of us at this table have played this. Which is insane. Yeah. Every time I see news about it, because I think like two weeks ago it was like, it sold like six million. I was like, wow, that's a lot of fucking... You know, copies being sold, but then but now this early like, access. What the f- How does that happen? It's know. it's now the most played game on Steam. Yeah, it's early access. <laughs> this, ha- this has to be the biggest early asset access by far. Success story of all. By far, by far. I, I don't even think anything's close to this. No, <laughs> like this game doesn't even have a one It and it's kind of janky, and it's part of the part of its charm. Yeah, it it didn't even come out. Oh, I forgot this is a Xbox exclusive launch. Exclusive, exclusive world premiere. That's how they sell Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> they put the they put the most popular game in the world on there. Yeah. So why haven't you guys played this yet? I, it, you know what this it, this it's the genre. It, it, the genre does not appeal to me. Yeah, kind kind of the same thing. Like I, I respect it from afar. Like what it did is really fascinating, but I have no desire to play it. What I will say is I. Call of Duty. Battlefront, all these first-person shooters, is looking at this, and they will have this in their next yeah, game. Yeah, this like even if you, even if you don't play it, you're gonna see influences from this game in yes. the future releases. One hundred percent, because it is it's taking the world by storm. It's still weird that none of us has played it though. It's fascinating. Maybe we should just to see what all the fuss is about. Maybe it's third-person shooter on PC. It's kind of clunky. They have a first-person mode. Do they? Yeah, you can switch between the two, but you're kind of hindered. By going into first person because you don't have the spatial awareness. Yes. So. So it's like I guess the shooting aspect is like um, division pretty much. No, it's more like um. Have you ever heard of the Armor series? Daisy. What do you mean? Uh, Armor. It's no. like a military like it, I think it was originally used as a military training like um simulation, but then they <laughs> branch it off into a game and. No. Okay. Well. It's it's sort of like a like a 
Darwinistic style shooter. Yeah, but very like, very realistic. Yeah. I don't know how realistic this is, but like you have to worry about like food like, and bullet drop off, stuff bullet like that. drop off, and so a whole bunch of stuff. I guess closer to. Oh, I guess Battlefield is closer to this than it would be like a Call of Duty. Yeah, okay. yeah, I guess. I guess Battlefield is probably the most apt comparison. Yeah, because yeah, you have to worry about like wind velocity, bullet mm-hmm. drop off. I think it's more strict in this game than that, but yeah. Okay. I, I, I think so as well. It, like I said, I love the idea of Battle Royale. I love that movie. So I, I get the appeal. I I understand why people like it. It's just not for me. Yeah, which from what you explained it to me, like it sounds fun, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would have fun playing it. Yeah, it's like a, it's pretty much a giant free for all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could imagine like being the best of that hundred plays can be like an exhilarating feeling. Hey, definitely. Yeah. Shoot, when I go on a twenty kill streak in Call of Duty, it's like, oh. you didn't kill a well, you you don't kill a hundred people in this also. Yeah. Well, you know what. Nobody eliminates 29 other men in the Royal Rumble, but they all say <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. They say they survived 29 other No, they, they say that they, they beat. Really? They say so they lie. Curtis Axel is still in the 2015 Rumble. There's yet to be eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Absolutely true. So, yeah, I mean, he's won the past couple of Rumbles then. Did he get a title shot? Nope. Oh. Injustice. Mm. <laughs> Big wrestling weekend, by the way. How is it? Yeah. Okay. Got the NXT takeover Brooklyn. Oh, oh it's in Brooklyn? Um, Barclays. SummerSlam yeah. has okay. been in Brooklyn for the last Are you guys, three years. You guys going? We really should have. <laughs> and uh, SummerSlam the next night, and then Raw the night after that. And I think they're also doing SmackDown. SummerSlam is where? Barclays Center. Oh, it's going to SummerSlam is here this year? It's been here it's for, been the last here three for years. three years. And it's going to be here next year, too. They just actually uh, announced So, that. how about you guys get on the ball and get tickets for next year? <laughs> nah, we need to do that. It's The question, the, pro, the problem is, you know, how tickets to sporting events are sold. Ooh, how tickets to anything is yeah. sold, honestly. Illegally? <laughs> no. I mean, if you want... Excruciating, excruciatingly legally. <laughs> <laughs> so, is a, is a four-night event, five-night event? It's... I don't four? know if there were any package deals for like. I mean, that would have been cool. So you have to buy sense. these tickets separately. Yeah. What the fuck? Fuck out of here. Bye. What the hell? Just go to the NXT show and leave the happiest. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're gonna do. I'm gonna watch it on my PlayStation Four on the WWE Network and have fun. That sounds okay. That sounds good too. Damn, they also a package deal. <laughs> I'm sure there are package deals. Uh, by the time this comes out, SummerSlam is probably probably it'll gonna be, be done. <laughs> I don't know. SmackDown was on Tuesdays. They moved it recently. Okay. SmackDown was always recorded on Tuesdays, and then it's now started Thursday. showing it live. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. They even show you what's going on during commercials, which is neat. Okay. Wrestling, not video games. Uh, we were watching a wrestling video game trailer earlier. Fire Pro. We? Uh, Joe. Oh. <laughs> Fire Pro on PC. Yeah, I'm shocked that you guys didn't even know about. Well, Joe I knew about it. I knew about it. I didn't know it was out. Okay. I didn't know it was ready. Yeah. Gosh, trying to we're gonna hear about course. that next week from Joe. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Add it to the list right now. Like, oh, you got a list. He has a list. Like, cup yeah. runneth over right Ooh. now. Joe has a list from nothing to everything. <laughs> Feels like we're coming out of uh, August. It sounds like to to start generating lists. Mm. Don't worry. September and October is definitely my month. Ooh. Months. 
Same shit. <laughs> next, next item. Uh, next item is actually I don't really have any more news, oh. but uh, just wanted to say because you know there was a game that came out recently that I just briefly touched, like maybe about twenty minutes before we started. Mm. Uh, Sonic Mania. Yeah. Sonic Mania. Is Sonic Mania Mania is sweeping the nation. Fuck yeah. <laughs> People are loving this game. Uh, so I kind of actually wanted to talk a little bit about this in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So let's cut the break, and uh, we'll come back with something that we'll concoct from the ashes of Sonic Mania after we fry it. It's not quite dead. It was. It's mostly it was, dead. It was resurrected. It's getting better. <laughs> I don't think it's much of a secret. Uh, this, this has been said many times on this cast that we don't think that Sonic is a very good game. A lot of people have said that, but yes, especially on this cast, it seems to be it seems to have been catching on. Mm-hmm. Like ever since uh, Sonic games have started to become terrible, a lot more people have become. Oh, what are you talking about? Sonic games always been terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've, I've been seeing it a lot more seriously than that. <laughs> You were for real. Yeah, I was for real. <laughs> uh, I meant what I said. I didn't mean to say it. It's a marketing point. <laughs> Remember the 90s? Sonic was awesome, but there really wasn't. <laughs> that, that's really what I thought. Like, after all these years of Sonic games being bad, I was like, ah, and me not liking one, two, or three. I was like, okay, maybe these games just were not good. We're way not as good as like the contemporaries, like Mario or Mario. <laughs> <laughs> It was better than Bubsy. Mm, yeah. Barely? Barely. <laughs> Sonic was better than Bubsy. Yeah, it was. But um, people are having Sonic Mania. Mania. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. Everybody. Why did you do that? I, I don't know. I already did it. That's why. Yeah. I, but that's... But you don't have to keep doing it. And he ruined it. Yeah. Good. Good job. Awesome. But uh, yeah, people, people are fucking loving this game. So... I, I, I um, got it on Tuesday. I put the most amount of time in it. When I played it, I was like, okay, this is going to be something new. This is going to be... No, it's, it's a Sonic game. It's an yeah. it's, it's <laughs> uh, old school Sonic Return game for better form. or for worse. I was like, oh. Oh, shit. Damn. I was, I was sold something different, but I really wasn't. You're sold exactly what exactly they promised that. you. And I was like, okay. So what's different in this game? Uh, no, yep. the level design. The the game starts with a carbon copy of literally, the, a, uh, um, Green Hill Zone. Green Hill Zone, and it kind of took me back. I was like, "Oh, we're doing that." Okay, did it start with the hey, whole Sega right. thing? Oh yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. Hey, you have to do that, and uh, and I'm playing like the first few levels, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I don't really fucking like Sonic." Damn it, I was tricked. Oh well, it was only twenty dollars, <laughs> and then. You go to the first original stage in the game, uh, Studiopolis. And at that moment, that game kind of made me realize the appeal of Sonic games. Where it's a whole big casino type, like flashy yep. area. They got one of those in every game. Every game. So you're playing it and you're like ricocheting through all these things. You're hitting bumpers. You're doing this and that. And I was like, holy fuck. Like a dawning moment. I was like, holy fuck. Sonic is just a fucking pinball game. It's a pinball game you could kind of control. 
Which is odd because they actually made a Sonic pinball game that I'm pretty sure you are aware that exists. Which I love. You can also kind of control pinball. Kind of. In fact, someone actually proved that you can control pinball in order to stop it from being classified as gambling. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, as I'm playing the stage, I'm like, man, this is a really well-made stage. Like, these guys are very... So it was made by a crew. Like, one of the guys, he made uh, Sonic... Retro, I believe, is the name. Yeah, a like bunch of ROM hackers and modders. Of, and Sega looked at them and was like, wow, you guys are doing God's work and something that we can't do. Uh, come on and make this new Sonic game. I guess once in a while that has to happen, right? Uh, and <laughs> it worked out for this game's benefit because that stage is fantastic. Like everything you go through and all the motions and stuff like that. I was like, these guys know. So they understood what was good about they Sonic. They know what the fuck. Not only that, they kind of make you know, improvements on the Sonic formula. Like, with 3D Sonic, they improved, they, not improved, they included um, the homing, the homing attack, the homing shit, which is not great. But in this game, they were like, you know what? There's something, like, you, do you want to start a dash while in midair? It's like, fuck it, let's just put that move in there. And I'm like, oh, It's not very reliable. <laughs> hmm. I think it's, I think it's pretty reliable. I didn't find it. Maybe, maybe it was the, uh, like the, the Joy Cons, I I can't stand. <laughs> I mean, once you were once you were telling it, telling Joe how to do it, I was I was doing it on on yeah. my copy. Um, I didn't have any major issues trying it out. Yeah, I did. I did until he expl- expl- explained it properly. I thought it was I thought it was just <laughs> jump and then hold. I didn't know you had to jump, press jump twice. But um, as I'm playing through the game, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm really enjoying this game. Like, it's it's you kind of have to realize that it's just chaotic. Like, by nature. Knuckles Chaotic? No, not that bad game. That's a bad game. <laughs> and it kind of made me think, like, you know what? I should probably go back to the older Sonic games with this now, uh, this frame of reference. So, the biggest issue with Sonic the, is that it's a game ostensibly about going fast. Mm. But the game throws obstacles in your way every two seconds to stop you from going Platforming. fast. It becomes trial and error, and and right if, memorizing stage layouts. If you go too fast, yeah. then how are you gonna figure out what the hell you got to do in the stage? Replay the stage. So the the way that the game flowed was never really good. So. I, another thing I realized, like when you when you play Mario, when I play Mario three, I know what the fuck I'm gonna do in a, um like one one or one two or something like that. But as I'm replaying, like I, I love Chemical Plant Zone. I love the music in that zone. And I don't everything. know why. Anyway, <laughs> it's a terrible zone. All right, the music's good. The music's really good. Not even the best song in the Sonic two. Mm. I agree to disagree. But so I'm I'm playing it and like. Once I hit a, a um, like a pitfall or a spikes or something like that, I would restart the stage and then replay it. And then I, I found myself learning the layouts and the optimal routes. And I was like, oh, like this is really based on like repeating the stages over and over again the for, one, for the ideal run. One thing that Sonic games have always had going for them is their stages are very vertical yeah. and have many paths. So it's like you could play one stage... Mm-hmm. And see an entirely different version yeah. of the stage the next time you play. I was like, but I think shit. the vertical the, the vertical nature of some of the Sonic stages is actually probably one of its more weaker features in the level design. Really? Yeah, because scaling vertically in Sonic the Hedgehog is never fun. Mm. Never fun, because you have there's a lot of waiting around. 
There's a lot of well, like, if they do it properly, if they, if they do like the loop de loops and like it shoots you upwards or something like that, then it's fun. But like, yeah, if I'm like have to actual platform, nah, I yeah. agree with you. Like the like the roller coaster stops for a second. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> so what exactly made this game click now? Because they released a fairly competent uh, Sonic game recently, Sonic Generations. I actually never played... Oh, no, I did play Generations. Generations was fine. Half of it. Right. The, the old school half. Yes. And I was like, uh, you know, I enjoy this. It's, um, it's not as fast as, like, to me, the, the Genesis games. So I was like, okay, this is, this is cool. But then you go to the, the mature uh, adolescent Sonic, and you're, like, in a 3D world, and that's not fun. Because we all know Sonic has ter- translated terribly into 3D. I, I don't think it's possible to really put him in 3D. I don't know if it's not possible. It just hasn't worked yet. Mm. I think you could. Without taking, without taking complete control away from you? It'd be... You know what? At least if you have him in 3D with, like, maybe cha- changing perspective. If you, can see, if you can view Sonic from behind, mm-hmm. at least you can kind of see where you're going. Very true. You know, when, you, when you're playing an old-school Sonic game, you're looking at him from a perpendicular angle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't see what's to the left, you can't see what's to the right, so you don't know what's approaching. Yeah. And then when you run into those spikes, you're like, how the fuck was I supposed to see or that? Or spikes, or, you know, miss a jump and just stop short mm-hmm. and then start the weird, janky platforming. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that's still present in Sonic Mania. It is. Yeah. But I, I really don't know what it is about this game that just, like I, like I said, that stage was just expertly made. I think, and- it's, just, I think it's just timing. Timing and good level design. Because, mm. you know, people remember Sonic fondly. You know, it's like, what, 20 years old now? Yeah. 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, I think enough time has passed where, like, people are like, let's give, let's give this old Sonic games a try. You know, people want new old Sonic games. But now, they kind of always had that, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. why, why now? Why is this... Uh, What's so, what's so good about this that it's getting so such rave reviews? And the only thing I can think of is that it's pretty much just good level design. Sonic fans have just been beaten so hard. They're like, oh, God, we just we just need something. They've, aban- they've abandoned ship. <laughs> they've abandoned ship a long time ago. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the time. I, I did not really expect this to have any, any success. I was shocked. Like, when the embargoes broke, I was like, let me see what this game is getting. Like, maybe sevens. Because I, personally, me looking at it, I was like, man, this looks really, like, cool. Like, it's nice and colorful. Like, the opening animation is one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a very long time. I was like, this is like a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, it's, there, was, there was energy to it. There's like, a confidence to it that you didn't really see in Sonic games in a very long time. It wasn't the hokey redesign or yeah, reimagining. It was, it was or... like, this is... This fucking Sonic. Yeah. Like, he moved like Sonic, like, he looked like Sonic, and, like, I think they just had a, win- a hit on their hands. Perhaps why that's that's why Sonic hasn't had success outside of the original three. Mm-hmm. That Sega was always looking to reinvent the wheel yeah. with Sonic. Every single time. Like, Sonic was a very much a product of its time, where it was born in the 90s, sort of like an edgy, edgier counterpart to Mario. That's that was by, the by, whole... by the intention. So it was yes. it was intended to be kind of like a counterculture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think Sega wanted to like adapt that kind of feeling into a more 
modern sense, like have it have the character grow mm-hmm. and be like on the cusp of the edge for whatever the time period yeah. is. But it didn't it didn't work out. No, obviously, but, but like presentation wise and artistically, I think Sonic is really fucking cool. Yeah, like like how he looks, like he, he's he's fast. And then they just threw a bunch of gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Black Knight what was it uh, unleashed. And then Sonic Boom was like failed Saturday morning reboot. That had that had a show also. Yeah. The show's still going. Is really? It? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. In yeah, fact, I, I think it's actually pretty popular. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, maybe it's not failed Saturday morning, <laughs> but certainly the game. I mean, like, you look at Sonic Boom, you're like, okay, this could probably be a TV show. Yeah. Like it looked like it was designed to be a TV show. Which I'm sure it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> So, question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the, the Genesis guy. The biggest Sonic fan of us. I don't know about that. <laughs> Chris is not here. I don't know. I think Tails is the Sonic fan. <clears throat> um, so, Mario games have had a lot of success, success with like, their home console variations mm-hmm. from 64 to Odyssey that's coming out. Yeah. You think that Sonic can capture... Uh, part of that market share maybe no. i don't know i doubt it at this point like mario so. is a juggernaut yeah and he he the beautiful thing about mario is because he's he's nothing technically you he can be anything he's you know what i was just about to say mario has stayed true to itself yeah over the years yes yeah. when, when mario transitioned into 3d like not only was it revolutionary it was mario in 3d yeah it worked yeah i mean because i you had Sonic 3D Blast back in the day. Mm-hmm. I guess that you consider that 3D. Right? It wasn't really a 3D game. It was Sega trying to so what, break into the future early. Okay, so what would be um a game you can, like for example, um Mario 64, right? Mm-hmm. What Sonic game would you compare it to that? Adventure. Adventure? Adventure. Adventure is the easy comparison. Yeah. Like I didn't, I haven't. Me personally, I didn't even play any Sonic game outside of like the original three. And, and 3D Blast. And you're probably better off for it, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but, like, seeing... Me, personally, going into, like, Circuit City and seeing Sonic Adventure, like, the um, the attract mode, I was like, holy fuck. And, like, the whale is chasing him. I was like, wow. If, that was, looks... if it was more of that, maybe. Maybe if it was just a Sonic game mm. and not a Sonic and Friends. And, uh, and Grand a Theft Auto type of world. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that they've been trying too hard, I guess, probably. They've just been throwing everything to the wall yeah, and just seeing with, whatever with stuff. sticks, right? Yeah. And nothing ever... Nothing. They're, they're... The music usually works. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Rolling I, around at the speed <laughs> of I, I'm a fan of Sonic games people don't like. I like Heroes. I like Rush. Like I, I think those are fine games. Did you play the one on Dreamcast? Adventure, Adventure 1 yeah. and 2? I, I played a bit of Venture, but like when it was like DX, I didn't play it on the Dreamcast. I played it on the Dreamcast. Yeah. I finished the whole thing. Completed it even. Mm. Lord knows why. <laughs> Me as probably, well. Probably was bored. I even fished. Yeah, like the, the Dreamcast is all about, like I said, with the Seaman con- con- comment, it was about experiments and really weird game design. Mm-hmm. And the, pro- the problem in retrospect with Sonic Adventure is that it had no real identity. Because there were like a bunch of branching paths and a bunch of characters that didn't really fit the stunt the Sonic World? archetype, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, but by, by then you know you had you had Sega trying to branch out more like the Knuckles 
We had like Knuckles Chaotix, I think, was mm-hmm. between Sonic and Sonic Adventure. Mm-hmm. So you had like a lot of Sega trying to make this universe here. And Sonic Adventure was kind of a way to celebrate that, the universe that they created. And people loved it when it came out. A different time. <laughs> well, yeah. For, for. But they, didn't, but they didn't like Big the Cat. No one liked Big the Cat. For the most part, the, the characters did kind of stick to what they wanted Sonic to do. With Sonic, Tails, and Amy, they had normal style Sonic run through the level levels. Yeah, you just got into problems where when it was when I'm not running, right? You, you, and I you got walls and cover knuckles, and... and he's doing these search missions, which I mean weren't bad, mm-hmm. but it was definitely not what you expect out of a Sonic game. And then you had the shooting gallery with the uh, what was his name? Shadow? E, no, not Shadow. The robot. The robot E one o four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had the best theme in that game. <laughs> and actually, pretty decent gameplay, but it wasn't... It wasn't Sonic. It wasn't Sonic. That's, and, what, I, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, and then you have fishing. Big the cat. So I guess the question is, wh- what is Sonic? I'm, yeah, that's a good question, because you think that it's just about running, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. So you guys think that maybe that Sonic should just stick to your typical Sonic... Yeah. Stuff and just don't go any further. That's that's what Sonic is. I'm gonna like, give you. I'm gonna be gonna be share with you a haiku. Is it a wrestling haiku? It is not. But that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a haiku about Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic gets the rings. He almost has 100. Damn it! I got hit. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's amazing because generally speaking, when they commit to a two D Sonic game, it comes out good, at least good for a Sonic game. Yeah. Uh, when you had Sonic Rush on the on the DS, yes, which yeah. was a very good game, even by games, not even just by Sonic standards, it's actually a pretty good game. I actually never played uh, Rush Adventure with the worst music in any Sonic game. <laughs> period. Uh, the Sonic Advance series. Where one and three were really good, two is kind of a miss. Okay, I never. That's GBA. Yeah. Okay, never played that as well. And then they did Sonic Four on the PlayStation. Well, not the PlayStation. People did not that like game that. Was not good. Yeah. Sonic Four. Um. Yeah. They put in. They broke it up into episodes. Because that's what you want to do with a Sonic game. <laughs> I don't recall that. Make one. It episodic content. Yeah. You don't recall it because it wasn't good or worth playing. Yeah. This is. By all intents, like this is like Sonic Four. Okay. Like even the opening scene, you see like um, they go up an elevator. You see one, two, three, and then M. Isn't it more like Sonic one, two, and three plus? <laughs> EX. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, I was I would just I would just play like these three D Sonic games, and I got a lot of them. Uh, and Adventure, in retrospect, wasn't really that good, but at the time you played it. You can have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And Adventure 2 felt like they watered it down because you're playing as Sonic and Shadow and they're running the same stages with just like slight variations mm-hmm. and then you have Tails no longer running around the, like he used to. Yeah. Now he's in a robot and now you're with Eggman who has the exact same gameplay. Yeah. And then Knuckles retains his adventure gameplay and they give you another character who has the same gameplay as Knuckles. And... At that point, it's just, well, I understand you're trying to narrow it down, but you're you're not narrowing it down to just 
running and being yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. You're you're losing your focus. You've lost your focus a long time ago. Mm. And then the the games go on, and you have Sonic and the the Seven Rings or whatever the where you don't even control anything. The one on the Wii where you just kind of like waggle the controller at the screen and then something was, happens. I, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, it was a good way to make Sonic go fast. Yeah. <laughs> and not have to worry about... Take the controller away from you. You don't control the game. There it's you go. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. That's, that's what Sonic is. <laughs> kind of. Just without the uh, physical and momentum appeal. Mm. Without the wind in your face. Get a fan play a Sonic game. Oh, <laughs> Tails. Sure. By the time they got to Unleashed, it was pretty much... What is what is Unleashed? Beat him up. Oh, man. And you know what's crazy? Unleashed, the Sonic sections, the, the non-Werehog or whatever the fuck they call them, <laughs> those sections were, weren't terrible. They can just go to the fucking Werehog section. And from our time at Anonymous Video Game Retailer, mm-hmm. that game sold a lot. Yes, it did. Outside of those Werehog sections, it was... <laughs> Decent. I remember playing. I'm like, oh, this is not so bad. Then, rah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> then I'm not gonna be fast at all. <laughs> now, now I'm slow. Like I'm, slow, I'm slow in the knuckles. Like, why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> so what is? I mean, I, I know we've kind of like touched on it, but is there anything that has recently shown up that they put into this game where it's? I can understand it. Like, have they added any modern sensibility to the game? Is it just old school? Or is it just more of what people loved when they were kids? I think it's that. It's a level of confidence that you haven't seen out of a Sonic game in a very long time. Confidence might be is an interesting word to apply to this. You know, they 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 it. They came out with this, like, they seem very proud of the product. The, yes, know? yeah, yeah that, that's what I mean. Like, with other Sonic games, it's like, uh, even, we have a Sonic game coming out soon, Forces. Their their whole thing is like, you can create your character now. And it's like, uh, nobody, yeah. I don't really want to do that, <laughs> Sonic, Sonic fan fiction is already <laughs> weird enough. <laughs> so it's like, with, with this, they were like, yo, you, you like the, you like Sonic 1, 2, 3, and, you know, Knuckles? I mean, fuck it, this is it. Let's get it back on <laughs> what you liked. And but it's thing. new and shiny. Mm-hmm. I don't... I wish I had more time to think about this. And, and you know what? If there's any 2D game that would benefit from HD television... Oh, yeah. I feel like Sonic is probably that yeah. game. Just being able to see a little bit further in front of yep. you... Is uh, widescreen Sonic? <laughs> I didn't even think about that shit. <laughs> Pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice, because there are just a lot of dumb spike walls that you'll run into. Hey, you're going too fast. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, it, all right, we exaggerate. It's not a spike wall at the end of every roller coaster. In that, no, but uh, in fact, the only spike wall I, in gaming I really remember is in Super Metroid. Let's come to think of it. Mm. Yeah, with the with the after Crockemeyer, Crockemeyer, yeah. yeah, and you just run into the spike wall because, of course, you can't see it. So why should <laughs> Samus see it? Um, so it made you guys, could, Joe. You're gonna pick it up when it comes out on PC later on, right? Probably not. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh shit. Well, <laughs> but Joe, you were originally gonna pick it up, right? I was gonna pick it up because I I think when you say confidence, that's pretty much what got me mm. because I saw a couple of. Uh, movies for the game like back before E3 they yeah. were showing it off a little bit 
that I mean like a couple months before E3, not yeah. just recently before E3. They were showing it off, and I was watching it, and they were showing off the the Studiopolis stone. Yeah, yeah. And I and I was like, all right, well, this looks like your normal Sonic uh, gimmick casino night zone mm-hmm. stage, but there's something about it that felt authentic enough. Yeah. That I I was just watching it, and I was like, yeah, this this doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. And you know, it kind of fell off my radar for a bit because. It, it's a Sonic game, and uh, who knows? I was 2017. Yeah, we've been through it. And then the the media blast shows up a few weeks before the game comes out, and then I watch a couple of the videos, and I said, "Sure, you give me Green Hill Zone to start, but this Green Hill Zone Act Two is actually new. It's yeah. not. It's not the old Green Hill Zone mm-hmm. Act Two, or." Chemical Plant Zone um, Act, Act two, 2 is... Where they teach you... Entirely <laughs> different... Yeah, they yeah. employ Mario-style teaching in mm-hmm. the level for like the first time in any Sonic game I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting, yeah. to say the least. And also made me think of Portal 2 with the with the goop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me think about that, yeah. The, um, the, the blue and green group, yeah. Yeah, so... Actually watching it, uh, and I... I just thought that Maybe they got it right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had hope for the fact that it would end up being the best Sonic game that I played, which wouldn't be hard. But, I mean, for somebody who was a Super Nintendo and Nintendo person growing up, I played a lot of Sonic. Yeah. Because I had friends with Genesis, and the only things that we could do was basically play <laughs> Sonic, because why would I want to play Street Fighter on a three-button <laughs> controller? Which start they and se- had. Start and select. Oh yeah, that's really convenient. <laughs> I'm not desk. I'm not gonna be able to do those combos. <laughs> uh, so playing those games, eventually around, I think like toward the end of the PlayStation One life, I got a Genesis mm-hmm. for like twenty bucks from Video Gamesters or Game Express, one of the two stores. I can't remember. Game Express. But th- neither of them exist anymore. No, they don't. And the only game I own on the Genesis Sonic Three. Mm. And I played that game with Sonic and Knuckles to completion, all Chaos Emeralds on each character. So I I played a lot of Sonic mm-hmm. growing up. Despite the fact that even at the time when I was playing it, I was, I don't know, man, this game is not that great, but I really do have fun while playing it. Yeah. That's that's a very weird statement to me. <clears throat> like a game you get a game that's not very good that you still have fun with. But you know what? There are games like that that yeah. are, they exist, though. It's it's possible, mm-hmm. and it's weird, but it is. It yeah. is possible, and and I don't I don't really want to compare it, but you know when you there's the whole mystery science theater three thousand people just they love bad shit. Sometimes you just like bad things, yeah. and there's nothing inherently wrong about it. But sometimes it ju- it jives with you. I don't think Sonic fits that mold exactly. No, no because it's not trying to be bad. Yeah. Uh, but all the same, there there are good parts to the game. When the game when Sonic does what Sonic's supposed to do, the games are great. It's exhilarating. When you're in a eight minute stage and you're getting stopped every two seconds, mm-hmm. not as good. But when you're in an eight minute stage and you're just going like doing them jumps and like twisting on the loop de loops, you're like, this is fucking fun. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like my Sonic stages to be like. 50, to, 50 seconds to a minute and a half. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they need to be quick. Yeah. You know what? You know what? A good Sonic stage to me is when you like... What, the in-between parts, the loop-de-loops. And you're, you're going up and you're like 
coming out of the thing, you're still going really fast, but you're not you in can, the roller coaster anymore. Yeah. And you can kind of control yourself. You mm-hmm. can control the direction of where Sonic yeah. goes a little bit. That's when that that's when the element of choice and the philosophy of a Sonic game kind of come together for me. Mm-hmm. Is that like, you're still going fast. You're still maintaining your control. But you still have a split second timing. Yeah. Like the split second uh-huh. decision. Yeah. It's almost like a quick time event. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Of course. Almost. Which makes sense when freaking Sega invents it. <laughs> uh, quick time events. Hmm. So terrible. Now, the platforming always turned me off. Luckily, there's not a lot of it. There's enough of it. There is. There's enough. There's enough of it that that that, that I remember why I didn't like it. Cause, yeah. Because every time I play a Sonic game, I get to the third stage and I'm like, I'm bored now. Yeah. Same. That's how I was before. But this one, that, that something about it just keep propelling me, and I, I just think it's it was very jumping spin dash, wasn't it? <laughs> jumping spin dash is pretty good. <laughs> Anthony, when are you getting this game? Never. <laughs> You're the only person who actually grew up with a Genesis. So, Sonic is a fun game for me. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't have the urge to play it. I just, I just don't. You know what? To to that point, if this wasn't released on the Switch, I don't know if I'd have got it. Maybe that's the true success of this. I is that it's a Switch game. Yeah. I know, I know. A lot of people, like um, anecdotally, the people that are, like praising this game played it on the Switch. Yeah, and I, this is. I think this is a for, how I look at this is a nostalgia game. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have another question. Mm-hmm. Is this game successful because of the word of mouth, or does it have good word of mouth because it's successful? Chicken and egg. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't know. But I, I, for me personally, seeing the word of mouth and the review, like I was shocked when I saw these reviews. Anybody's like, "This is the best Sonic game yeah. ever." Like nines and tens and shit. If if people came out the gate, regardless, if, if the quality remained the same, if people came out the gate just, like, totally dumping all over this, like, it's just rehashing mm-hmm. what Sonic the Hedgehog was, it doesn't do anything new, um, you know, the, the level designs are identical to what they used to be, if they came out the gate like that, do you think people would have saw past that, or do you think that would have soured the reputation for the game? Would have absolutely. I think yeah. it would have soured 100%. Yeah. So you you are you thinking those kids, those weird Genesis kids that you grew up with, are now reviewing games and like, no, we're gonna fucking put Sonic on top, guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like he said, chicken egg, man. Yeah, I, I don't know where these, I don't know where they got their opinions from. <clears throat> if they adopted themselves or if they were paid off. Mm. Not saying they. Were. <laughs> wow. I'm not saying that, by the way. He did. He actually did just say it though. <laughs> We have it on recording. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why it's getting such high praises. Like, it, don't get me it's, wrong. It's, it's fun. It's, it's yeah. Like it's, I, it's a well-made. Like game. I like I said, the, the criticisms are just that. Mm. It's it's rehashing a lot of old territory, and it doesn't really do anything new. It barely does anything I mean, new at all. How much new things can you really put in a Sonic game? I'm sure they, you can they come have tried for something. years. Yeah. <laughs> And usually have failed. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you know, I guess they feel like, hey, let's just go back to what Stick to the formula. What yeah. was Sonic? Make these like some of my favorite stages are the Act Two stages, and those are largely right, original. You, what, what you need, what you need is innovative simplicity, mm. which is what Sonic games have been lacking for ever <laughs> since the original, since, since, since the one, since one, two, and three. Mm. You know, you don't really have that. 
at, at everything new they've thrown at, like, here's here's a new gimmick. You know, Sonic turns into a werewolf. Uh, Sonic is in uh, medieval times now. Uh, Sonic is a samurai. Sonic. Wait, has that happened? I, 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 I don't know. We should play a game of, did Sonic have his provocation? <laughs> I wonder if there's a Sonic timeline of when he transforms to these different things. Is Sonic like a 1980s WWE superstar where he must have a job in addition to what he does? I mean, Mario kind of does. I guess it makes sense. Mario's a plumber, though. Exactly. Mario has a canonical job. Hmm. Still a job nonetheless. Um, on the on the topic of Mario, this is gonna be this is gonna sound like bastardization, but to be honest with you, like this Sonic game, so the the, the the new series, the new Mario's and stuff like that has been like extremely sterile and like boring looking. The music is like kind of bad. I'm actually enjoying the Sonic the, the, game a bit more. The new more Super than, Mario Brothers, you mean? Yes, the new Super Mario Brothers yeah. series. Like I'm enjoying the Sonic game more than those. And it's like, what the fuck? Well, the new Super Mario Brothers isn't. Again, I have the same criticisms of those games as I do. For the Sonic, mm-hmm. this, this Sonic Mania is that it banking it, on nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't do anything new. <laughs> Despite his namesake, there's, there's a few minor new things in the game, but not it's squirrel suit. Yeah, fucking, like, Mo- mobility. Yeah, mobility is a lot different. I mean, you can turn you, into a giant Mario jump, and can run through things. Flutter jump. Mm-hmm. You know, you have it's you have still, the 3D Mario style with, movement yeah. with new actions. You it's know still, what it? You know what it is? It's, it's still sterile. Fuck is look. It, it's, it, it it's, looks so bad. It's just because it's easier. It's just because it's incredibly. You think so? I, th- I think it's because it's intentionally. It's insultingly easier. It's mm. dumbed down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is not to say that the the old Mario games were really that hard either. They're much harder than new series, though. Yes, I think I Mario One is a hard game when you're when you don't really understand how the things. Are. But Mario Three is not a hard game. No, it's no, not. but it's still when New Super Mario Brothers, the first one came out for the DS. Everybody was lauding that game as like, oh, it's return to form, the two D Mario. And I played that game and was bored because it was easy. Years. Yeah, there was no challenge in it. Mm-hmm. So. The challenge was getting around stuff in a harder, more difficult way than it intended. Yeah. That's how most of my deaths came about. That's actually just how most of your deaths come about in most games. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I I, I kind of want to applaud Sega for, I guess, going back to that art style. Because I think the Sonic art style is great, I think. It's, like, it's very colorful. The original art style? Yeah. I mean, that's really what it's all about, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Because, like... Remember when the time when Mario would come out and every Mario that would, well, 2D Marios, it looked different? It was like an event. Like when Mario 1 came out, I was like, oh, yeah. Mario 2 came out, well, I would You don't Mario remember 2. when Mario 1 came out. Well, when I first saw Mario 1, then when Mario 2 came out, I was like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like, from, from the time I was born in Mario, Mario, Super Mario Brothers just being out there, it's kind of like an axiom. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember when those things came out. But <laughs> I certainly remember. every every game looked different, and to me now the Mario games just they How, look but, good. But that's why you have the open world adventure Mario games that I guess give you that mm. peace of mind. Yes. Well, Sonic tried that and didn't work for but, them. Yeah, right? but like, yeah, but it's you a, know what? I think that's that's where um, Sega aired with the Sonic games is that. They made put, putting Sonic into that world 
was kind of not not so much an adventure, but adding mundaneness mm-hmm. to Sonic the Hedgehog, which really in a world that had Green Hill Zone. Yeah, and it slowed the world down. Which yeah. you know, slow was not a word you want to apply to Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm sorry, you know, it's just you know it, what the what the character's all about. You know, I mean, you've got to have that contrast and juxtaposition there. You mm-hmm. got to make the you got to slow the game down in order to make the fast parts seem better. Yeah. But when you just have him going around just talking to ordinary people in an ordinary place, it, it doesn't really... I'm talking about Sonic 06, by yeah, the yeah, way, yeah. If, you didn't, if it wasn't clear. Kissing, kissing women. Uh, what, 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 what game is yeah, this? Yeah, it's Sonic 06. Uh, yeah. It's nefarious for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know Sonic got down like that. Uh, no. Yeah, they, they suddenly <laughs> through this entire dark corner of the internet that Ooh. has Sonic going down like that every day. Oh, yeah. well, Safe they, search. When they you put the, okay. They, they put this anthropomorph, <laughs> anthropomorph. <laughs> into a human world. Hey. And nobody, and nobody batted in an eye. Hey, like, hey, it's Mario's happening. doing it. I'm about to say it's happening in the game, but Mario, it's Mario work. is a, is a what? He's supposed to be human. A, he's a caricature. <laughs> A but caricature? A caricature. Okay. Not a character. I meant what I said. A caricature. I don't even know if Mario's human. Mario's human. He didn't learn, like, human speech. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, who's more human, Mario or Sonic? Mario, definitely. <laughs> well, Sonic is a, a hedgehog. Is a hedgehog. Exactly. <laughs> Sonic speaks, though, right? You're right. Yeah. He does. He, Maybe Mario only Sonic has him. more personification. Hmm... Is a mask. That's another reason why Mario could be successful is that they haven't explicitly wrote his character. Yeah, you know he he's sort of a sort of a plumber everyman. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe you no know, more quiet type is better for character. Look at Zelda. Look at Link. Look that's at Link. why. That's why the silent protagonist exists. <laughs> you know, so the character can insert themselves into the role. I think what Sonic needs to do is find something. Especially, especially if you want to go to a 3D world again, find your niche and stick with it. Stop every year you're changing, changing character design, you're changing everything about this character. Pick one. Hmm. Mario's like, he's different games, but it's still Mario. You can see, okay, this is pretty much still the same concept as Mario. Mm-hmm. You're getting different concepts with Sonic every year for the past how long? 20 years. Yeah, it's like 15 maybe. How many characters does, does Mario really have in their universe? You have the, the, the you have Big Bad, you have Mario, his, his bro, brother, the princess, the princess, and, and the assistants and the retainers. Yeah. yeah, Sonic, you have like you. Have, I, I lost count. The B. There was a B one point. I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember that. <laughs> a chameleon and shit. I'm like, what? And those are characters. That's yeah. That's fine. That's that's Sonic's that's Sonic's thing. Mm-hmm. Sonic has a lot of characters. That if they can make him work and make a click, then. You know, and Sonic should have his own identity. It shouldn't try to copy what Mario is doing. Yeah. It's, it got so bad that they had to put them in the same game together. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's gotten that bad. <laughs> you know? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure if it was, like, if they was really competing against each other, like neck and neck, you would not get Olympic Games. Well, yeah, they're not competing anymore. There's no competition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no competition. Sonic, the competition's long over. Look at it like this. If, if, another, if next year, let's say they don't make Mario Odyssey, right? People would be upset. If you don't make another Sonic game, who's going to be upset? I think after this The dark one, corner of the internet. 
<laughs> but the, the, you're, you're, the not gonna, you're not going to ask. You're not going to see people asking where the next Sonic game is. Yeah, it would take a long time for that to happen. That's true. But if Anthony's right, it's like, and that's how that's how bad it's gotten. That's why I was like, you know, because they put out a new one all the time, and it, it's not. It's never something that you can piggyback. That, that's off one of. thing Nintendo is knows how to do. They know how to space their games out and make an Maybe, event out of it. Yeah, and they do it a little too much, I think. Hmm. For, well, certainly for some franchises. I think for the bigger franchises, they do it a lot. Yeah. You know, the, they sell. the irony is that Sonic was one of the first gaming events, period. Uh, Sonic Tuesday? Yeah. Hmm? None of the babies of this room. Wow. When Sonic 2 was released, that was their, that was their uh, advertising campaign for it. It was Sonic Tuesday. Oh, okay. Cool. And they and they made the release of Sonic Two into a, a huge event, and they outside of maybe like Sonic Adventure, I haven't really been able to do that. Well, Sonic Adventure was more in the Dreamcast marketing, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. with the nine nine ninety nine stuff. WWE. What? <laughs> you said nine ninety nine. I said nine oh. nine ninety nine. Anyways. That's how young you are. You don't remember nine nine ninety nine, do you? That was the Dreamcast release date. September 9th, nineteen ninety nine. Those Dreamcast commercials were so good. Yeah. They were so fucking good. God. Unlike the Dreamcast. What up to that marketing team, huh? I don't know. Died with the Dreamcast. Remember the one where um Sonic was mixing the was the DJ? I don't remember that. And when I think it was like a and I forgot it was the NBA guy or the the not the fight night guy. It was that boxing game? Ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. It was like, yo, yo, Sonic. I do remember this. <laughs> I was like, this. I, I actually remember, remember that. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what the, um, does, you know the Sony commercials where they have all the characters together? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. And not the baby crying. <laughs> That's a weird commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really weird commercial. So Sonic is successful because it went back to what made it successful in the first place. <laughs> Who would have thought? But it's the same game, so why, I don't know. <laughs> It's it's. it's I've, a, got, I've got a circular line of thinking here. Sometimes yeah. can't reach the answer. You just gotta give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen often. It doesn't. A, a lot of the times, companies are chasing the new fans, and sometimes the best thing you can do is just say, you know what? Let's give the people who put us where we are a game that they want. You see that, Dre? Sometimes the old busted is not so bad. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but even this old and busted is new hotness. So I guess <laughs> you dust off that old relic in the attic, like every '90s movie. Hmm. Just my blow X- on it and yeah. the the cloud of smoke. My yep. Xbox One. Uh, cloud of dust. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> the old relic. Sometimes Kazam will appear out of it. Kazam. I never thought I'd hear Kazam reference in this episode. Well then. Or any? Yeah. Well, Kazam would have came up sooner or later. Okay. If it didn't come up during Shaq Fu. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. All right. Speaking of reboots. No, let's let's not speak on that. (laughs) So you can find us on SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, you can Google Play, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and the Reddit page, and evilavatar.com. Crap, we didn't do the back of the box. Oh, man. You know what? We'll do it 
after we're done. Okay. 4205, cast off. Awesome.